If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. If you want respect, you gotta earn it. Damn right! First and foremost, I want to thank you all for being here. You can be anywhere in the city tonight. You are here with us at Hard to Earn. I go by the name of Torrey. Bonesuit Thompson. This is the Hard to Earn podcast. The Your great. favorite podcast, favorite podcast. KP the Great. Yes, sir. Make some noise for KP. So if you're not familiar with, with, with Hard to Earn, uh, Bonesuit and I review albums, classic albums on, on, on monumental anniversaries, new albums as well. Bonsu is a writer, a producer, former editor-in-chief, Source Magazine, XXL, the list goes on and on. I like that. Also, I have a movie coming out tomorrow. Check it through. I mean, stunt on them. No, no stunt, no stunt. We just, it's black history. It's not stunt. It's, 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 it's black history. It's just factual. Uh, Torrey is a songwriter, recording artist, Sirius XM host, uh, Rock the Bells Radio, Hip Hop Nation. I dropped the album last Friday, so, you know. Talk to him! We say all that to say that we are very qualified to have these conversations. And when we do lives, the, the, the X factor, of course, is the audience. You know, doing Outkast in Atlanta with, with, with AT Aliens. Let's give it up to, let's give it up to two Brooklyn boys who are celebrating the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest, not just Southern albums, one of the greatest albums, period. So, in, the, in the same vicinity, the same building that they created it. Like, that's incredible. All right. I'm ready to do it. Ready to do it? Y'all ready to do it? Do y'all love this album? Okay. Wait, how much do we love Aquemini? Seriously. Okay. All right. So, right, B, mm-hmm. the year is 1998. Absolutely. Outcast is gearing up to release their third project. The noise has been made. The moves have been made. Um, obviously, it starts here in Atlanta, but it goes nationwide. Yeah. It's moving, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of talk um, about Outcast and what this third record is going to be. And I think, you know, your first album, you put it out. It's out there. People get it. They gravitate towards it, whatever, whatever. And, and you don't have any expectation on number one. You follow that up with your sophomore joint. Now there's expectation, and when you meet said expectation, the pressure is really on now. What are you going to do? Are you going to try to stick to a formula? Are you going to try to take it elsewhere? And Outkast is tasked with this uh, third album. Where are we going with it? They, uh, well, Big Boy and Dre, I don't even know if they know how to spell the word formula. Right. Right? Like, I mean, these dudes really, I mean... I'm gonna use this word probably too much tonight, but like courageous, right? Mm, you think about okay. 1998, right? Like 1998, West Coast is not really killing it, right? right. The, the, the South is on the rise, right? Mainly because of Outkast, mm-hmm. but New York is still it. It's still, we're, we're, you know, yeah. we're DMX, we're Jay Z, right? It's, it's Noriega's big pun. So, to, but but these two dudes, right? These two young dudes from Atlanta are still one of the best sure. on the mic, For sure. right? And they could have just went the, you know, they could have went the linear route and try to fit in. But this album, I mean, they were like, yo, we did platinum our first album, something playlistic, right? We did platinum and a half our right. second album right. with AT Aliens, right? And now they're like, you know what? We're going to double down on our quote unquote, you know, weirdness. We're going to take it even further. We're going to go even more alien, right? No but I want to get to the album, man. Yeah, let's let's, let's so get into it. First um, record. Return of the G. Talk to me, B. Oh, man. I mean, this is, we, we know how much we love the first song of the album, right? That sets the pace, right? 
this is one of my favorite rap songs ever. Come on, talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so we were talking about, you, you, I love how you set the, 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 you set this table with, um, you know, where they are in their career, right? You know, third album. They're no longer the new guys. They're, they are actual rap stars right now, right? But in becoming a rap star, you got to deal with the good and the bad. So then now they're dealing with the criticism, right? Is Dre's, Dre's dressing weird now, right? Dre's growing out dreads. He's dating Erica. He's wearing crochet pants. Is he gay? Is he on drugs? You know what I'm saying? Is he in the cult? And I'll say they also feel Where did he get the shoulder pads from? Like, we, we need the answers to these questions, right? You want me to play this? No, I was like, do you know where the shoulder pads? You were there. You, know, you were looking at KB you know like he gave him the shoulder pads. Yeah, I went to Tri-Cities and went through the, uh, the locker room and stole some. <laughs> no, but yes, to your point, yeah. there's a lot of conversation about right. everything right. about them. Because there's criticism. Right. Because with success comes criticism. And, and especially um, and especially New York. Very harsh. Very much braggadocious, right, right, very right. much condescending in, in, in the ownership of hip-hop and that no one else can do it and no one does it good as us and shit right, like that. Right, right. And so, like you said, they, they double, triple down on the outcast shit. And, and uh, no, why, why is this one of your favorite joints? And, but, well, we'll get to that. But also, um, you know, like you said, like Biggie says, right? More money, more problems. So with their success and with their, their, their rise, of course, people are haters. So when you see something good that's on the rise, you want to see it end. So there's also rumors about them breaking up. Mind you, there's been no beef in the media. They've had no problems, you know, publicly. So why all of a sudden are there rumors? So, of course, Big Boy says, you know, we ain't Club Nouveau. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to break up, right? Addressing those rumors. Right. But why is this one of my favorite songs? The funny shit is that Club Nouveau actually didn't make rumors. It was the other group that people always confused them with. The Timex Club or some shit like that. Okay, guys. Yeah, they're the, same, okay. they're the same gang, but okay. it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. They, they Dungeon Family shit. It was a different group. Spice my partner. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, talk to me about the record, though. Um, I mean, you set it off with Dre's verse, right? I mean, so this is the album. I've always, I mean, I've, first of all, I'm a massive, I mean, Brooklyn Hardcore, you know, all the tapes and Stretch and Bobbito. I'm a massive Outkast fan, right? Massive Outkast fan. And this is before I even met them and, you know, came with, cool with Big, both Aquarius, all of that. Um, but, like, I knew Dre was special, right? I knew Big Boy was special with those first two albums, right? Elevators, you saw like, oh, Dre's different, different, right? Uh, you know, even the first album, you know, I'm dropping bows like Dusty Rhodes, right? He's just different. This is the album and I was like, oh, Dre, this kid might be top five. Like, he might be top 10, top five. I, this is where like, the, he might be turn the corner, right? Yeah, he might, be, he might be really like in that conversation, right? Um, and we'll get to, and it's mainly because the first thing I heard was the single, but we'll get to that. But I mean, this song, he's, not only is he addressing everything, right? It's the way he does it. I mean, his own delivery. That beat doesn't call for what he did on it. You want, can we drop a piece of it? Sure. He found a whole other pocket. Bruh. Outside several, of the pocket. Yeah. Several pockets. Yeah, yeah. It's damn. So to your yeah, point, B, like right? Like, like, damn, what the? What sounded like that in 1998? Why did he wake up that morning and decide to go in the studio and do that? Violence. Yeah, like he chose violence. violence. Before they were saying we chose violence, he went in there and chose nigga, violence. Nigga, what's wrong with you? I'm feeling better than ever. What the? What are you talking about, right. man? Anyway, yeah. man. Um, and it's just again, like the, the again the, the the courageousness of this group. Like you set your album off and like, yo, look, we're gonna address all the negativity, um, but also we're gonna stun on y'all. Like you know what I'm saying? Like y'all see me? We oh, we oh, we platinum artist group. We, we the bars are incredible. We stylish as fuck. You know what I'm saying? My girlfriend's Erica Badu. Like, why y'all hating on me? You know what I'm saying? So um, for all of those reasons, all of those reasons. And then like you know, again, Dre kills it. But then like Big Boy comes, 
And like, you know, again, that perfect marriage between those two. Yeah. Dre, Dre's off like his own spoken words, like staccato type flow. Mm -hmm. And then Big Boy comes and just like, man, a player don't want no trouble. At some point, I do want to just talk about the importance of them together Absolutely. and why and why it's special and why you were able to become even more magical in that setting because it had to happen together. Uh, what do you give Return of the G? Ooh. <laughs> Yo, they said it was no weapons allowed. <laughs> the P, the, the P and KP is not for pistol, man. Um, keep a pistol. This is this is a this is an absolute perfect Outcast song to me. It's absolutely perfect. It's an absolute perfect song. Gave it a ten. Hook, rhymes. The beat, first of all, the beat is also organized noise. So this is the first album where you see Outkast really stretching themselves production-wise. They did the, the predominant um, share, the lion's share of the production. Mm -hmm. But this is an organized noise beat and the hardest organized beat on this album. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's a 10 for me. It's a 10 for you. How y'all feeling? It's 10, 10, any, anybody else? Anybody think less than a 10? Anybody think it's a nine, nine and a half? Nine? I went back and forth between a nine and a half and a 10. Okay. And I started to compare this, obviously, to the rest of the songs in the album and the other tens on the album. And I said, in my opinion, does it match up to what I love about the other tens on the album? Is it right there? Is it on par? Is it on there? I landed on a yes. nine. I landed on a nine and a half. Okay. What do you take away from it? Um, just we'll talk about it. We can go back to it when I get to the other tens, and I'll tell you where I felt the differences were. That's fair. Cool. But we're not far away yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Nine and a half. Nine and a half yeah, is yeah, lovely. Nine yeah. and a half. All right, next joint, Rosa Parks. So the first time I ever heard this song, right, I was what like, what happened? I was in New York. I'm in, I'm an intern at Double XL. Okay. I'm an intern. So you know, one of the the joys of being at a, a, Talk a, a, about a rap it. magazine is you get the music early. Yes. So I was, you know, I've always prided myself on having this shit early, stretching Bobby though, thanks to them. But I'm get, I, I get the first single, and I'm a, again huge Outkast fan. AT Aliens, eight, you know, Elevators is crazy. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This ain't even a hip-hop beat. Like, it's a country beat. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. With raps on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, half the, it's like it's a four-and-a-half-minute a four song, and, like, the second half of the song is really just hook and bridge. Mm -hmm. and, if you, and if you just play the instrumental, it, it's just a hard-ass country beat with, with like percussive soul. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, this is crazy. But then like you hear, what you hear Big Boy come on. Right. Merks it. Merks it. Bulldog and hoes like the Georgetown Hoyer. Like Georgetown Hoyer. And then Dre comes on. Merks and it. And lose his fucking turban. Goes to another planet. <laughs> Goes to a whole entire planet. Um, the reason I love this record so much is for a lot of the things that you said. The beat, like, Outkast is already... Yeah. yeah, exactly. They've already gone outside of the box, way outside the box, way left the center. They've already totally locked into doing their own thing and, and creating the way that they want to create and being great at it. And for them to just continue to figure out ways to go beyond and to challenge themselves and to... Um, just be as, as authentic and as great as they are. You said like a country beat, I don't know, like the instruments, a banjo or some shit in there. Like they just doing some whole other shit. And to turn it around and make it 
a hip hop classic, classic is fucking bananas to but, me. But also, your first single, you already know how the industry goes. Right, you're supposed to. The label wants you to be safe. <laughs> Ease it out. Right, we want, we, we, you know, it's like we're going to put you up. We're going to put you at the table with the bottle girls. You're going to get a Timbaland beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's usually all set up. And they're like, nah, we're going to produce our first single. It's not going to sound, it's not going to sound like 1998 hip hop, mm -hmm. right? And we're gonna rap about whatever we're gonna talk, we're gonna call it Rosa Parks, right? <laughs> because the hook the wit the witting. Oh, we we said everybody get to the back of the bus in the chorus. So why not call it Rosa Parks? Like even the title of it is courageous, right? Exactly. And there was a lot of conversation exactly. around that and yeah. controversy around the title. The fact that they were able to continue to do exactly what they wanted to do and win. Like when you win, you can talk more shit next time oh, around, right? Absolutely. So they keep winning and they keep talking more shit. Um, this is a 10. This is a 10 for me. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yes. There's no revisionist history. There's no uh, being jaded because it's a single when I hear it a lot. This record is a 10 because, and I, I'm sure you, you, you may disagree, I can listen to this production sans the lyrics and still fuck with it. What Andre does on this record is crazy. The way Big Boy sets this shit off is crazy. The fact that they go into a fucking down-home clap, whatever break, at the end of that shit, and they you never, can, and they never lose me. You can line dance. That's the important part, though. Don't, don't, don't. They don't ever lose me. Like it's sometimes a song can be doing some other shit, or I say it's overproduced, or they doing too much. They at no point in this three forty three minute forty second song, however long it is, they never ever lose me in the joint, and then they bring it right back around to the chorus. It's a fucking feel good. Great song. I personally think it's a 10. I gave it a 10. This is, I don't do karaoke, but like if I did karaoke, this would be my karaoke. Yo, song. that's a wild karaoke. <laughs> thing, yo, yo, I'm saying the Dre's verse is ridiculous. That's man. a lot of Remy shots. Dre's LB. You try it. Try it. Have at it. Try Dre's verse on your Have at it. Um, I agree with you for the most part. This is not a 10 for me. Um, and again, be, He's also oh, not. I know, I'm in, the the I know I'm in Atlanta. I know I'm in Atlanta. I know this is a classic. See, but I'm getting. I understand. You guys live with this. I'm. 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 I'm weapon. Weapon. Even more. I'm trying to. If y'all want to stop booing me, <laughs> I'm trying to. So again, technically. It's two verses. They're both incredible. Now, the verses are a 10. I'll give them that, right? But I mean, I disagree with you. I think that's cap too. I don't think you're going to sit around and listen to this instrumental by yourself. I don't believe that. Um, I'm dead. This beat is tough. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It's creative. But I mean, again, like, I don't think this beat is harder than Return of the Gangsta. I do not think that. Um, and, and, and then we're going to get into some other production later on in this album. You know what I'm saying? Again, do I think it's courageous? Do I think it's different? Absolutely. But like, I'm not playing this instrumental, you know, all day like that. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not a Dr. Dre beat for me. So anyway. But say all that to say, all, look, all that, all that to say is that I give it a nine. Okay. I think it's a classic joint. I think it's courageous. I love what it does. I love what it did. I love the fact that I loved it from the first time I heard it, even though it was so different. I love that I still love it today. But um, again, like you said earlier, there are other tens on this album. And, you know, so it's just slightly under. Okay. And a, like. a 90 on the test is still a, you know, you're still a, you're getting an A. So yeah, stop tripping. No, we're going to trip. <laughs> can, I, can, I get a, uh, can I get a cup? Screw it on the Barbie. Let's get to a little bit of that. How y'all feeling out there? Y'all good so far? Gia. Go ATL. Yeah. Yeah. Gia. This was a collab we did not see coming. Yo, I still don't understand it to this day. But, but the beauty of what we do here. We healing the earth, son. The beauty of what we do here at Hard to Earn is that a lot of times when we're discussing things, we bring in the people 
that know the behind the scenes, the mechanics, and why things happen and how things happen. And we just so happen to have KP the Great here. Woo. KP, would you care to? We just we just found out that our DJ for the night, Big Bro, was the one who brought Raekwon to the Yo, can he tell the a story, guy? I'm he right, he right there. I'm informing the order. I'm setting him up. Now, now you, he's going to say how that magic happened. You already gave them the punchline. No, he, the, how it happened is the, is, the, is the jewelry. Go ahead, sir. So, take, so I also A&R'd this album. Um, whatever, I mean, I try, you know, I try to set it up. To I DJ, though. Um, so work. now, actually, we were in the studio. Me and my group, PA, were in the studio. Raekwon was in the studio next to us. And I was like, yo, we're actually working on this Outkast album. And he was like, I love them guys. Yo, B, you know, B, son. <laughs> yo, B. Uh, B, nah. I peeped that. I peeped that because he didn't say that. He didn't say that, but I you like, act but like you, you worked, well, said country. Like worked I, in New York. Y'all said country early. KP. I just wanted to throw that back. Um, B. Yeah. Wait, what is he, Puerto Rican? So, and, and nah, and I just drove him over to the dungeon. Like, me and my guy Mel, rest in peace, um, took him over, and the guys made it. Like, they, it was like a, like, almost love fest. You know what I'm saying? Like, respect on respect. And Reek pulled up the beat. Crazy. Um, B, talk to me about Raekwon's performance on this joint. Or, 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 or where do you want to start in, in the conversation on this joint? Um, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to start with, again, but this is just in a, a surprising... For sure. It was, a, it was, a, it was a, a collaboration that didn't make sense, but it did make sense, right? Because when you hear them, like the, the, the skit, right? You hear them, it's like, oh, yeah, like, they're both... They're, all three are dedicated to the craft. For sure. Right? They're, yes, Wu-Tang wasn't doing a lot of Southern features, right, at the time. Um, so we didn't. So that's why I say we didn't expect it. But when you think about it, you strip away the regions and just get to like the crux of who these guys are as just pure MCs, it makes all the sense in the world. For sure. Um, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised that Raekwon was on the album, um, especially in 1998, as hot as as, as Wu Tang is, and you know you coming off the solo success. Um, and as a fan of Outkast, I've always been a fan of Outkast, but it's different when you live. When you're from Brooklyn, because again, that Brooklyn bias is so heavy. Yeah. So I was a lot more open-minded than my peers and counterparts. I'm listening same to other bit, shit. Same. I'm listening to Too Short. I'm listening to AMG. I'm listening to UGK. I'm listening to all the shit because I just want to hear dope music. Right. I don't give a fuck where it come from. If it's dope, it's dope. And even if you made it in the fucking Bronx studio, if it's right. trash, it's trash. Chopping blades for us was raisins yeah. in your mouth. You know exactly <laughs> right. So 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 for me, um, I, already being an Outcast fan, I was like, oh. This is gonna make yeah. It's gonna make y'all pay attention. Yeah, I'm yeah. already tapped in. It's gonna exactly, make y'all pay attention. Exactly. So I loved it for the fact that outside of it being a phenomenal ass record, mm -hmm. I, I, I understood the mechanics and the business right. and that what that that arrangement could do for them up north. Yeah, see, I wasn't even that like, sophisticated. Sure you were. Okay, because I was just like, these are gonna be this is gonna be a lot of bars, and for I want sure. and I wanted to see who had the best verse. You know what I mean? Um, you actually so who had the best verse? You, Yo, can I do my job, Jesus KP? Jesus Christ, man. You already made the song. Can we, can we get our shine? Yo, so right. who had the best... <laughs> Y'all jumping me? <laughs> we handling the earth. Um, who had the best verse? Um, I, think, I think Dre had the best verse. I think Dre had the best verse. I think, I I think, think Raekwon had the best delivery. I think Big Boy won that one. Ooh, I, 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 three. I, too, I too thought the Big Boy verse. Explain. I just... I mean, I, I had to pull up the lyrics, but I just love what he did Play. on it. He slid on it. Um, now, I might have gone to waste y'all time and play Dre's verse because y'all know what Dre did. Like, that's not even fair, right? The common denominator, the nigga numerator, never know who to hate a niggas cater to your ego. I'm sorry, like Atari, the cousin to Coleco. Come on now, come on, what? Yeah. Like, they, they come on. I mean, great. Nobody's and, wrong. And the thing is, is y'all would love Raekwon's verse more if y'all knew what the fuck he was talking about. 
Well, that's all. That's every Raekwon verse. Nah. I'd be like, yo, I love this verse. What? Wish I yo, knew what he was talking Blue, who's, about. Who's Ronaldo? Why fuck Ronaldo? Uh, what do you give the record? Yo, the whole album can't be tanked. Why not? Why not? See? You see, we, we deal with this all the time. All the time. Oh, yeah, I told you we should have did this review in Connecticut. Jesus Christ. Every song cannot be a 10. <laughs> um, I gave this song an eight and a half. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, 85 on the test is not good also? I'm sorry. What, nah, we didn't go to school? No, nah, we passed the flying colors over here. <laughs> so wait, so y'all think... So you, Rosa Parks was a 10, and y'all for it. The Phyllis is a 10 also. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So? So y'all feel Rosa Parks is equal to this song? Oh, so then, okay, then make it make sense then. Which is it? Oh, this is better than Rosa Parks. Excuse me? <laughs> all right, all right. Somebody, did, somebody failed math class. Okay. Yo, you're just going to take our yeah, show and yeah, take our exactly. rating system, this huh? Is, this is not a drop top. There's a roof here, lady. You <laughs> said so what? Yeah, we started with 10s on this album. Skew is 12? They said it's 12s. The 12s on this album. Oh, 12s on this album. Yeah, it actually is a 12, but it's not this song. I'll tell you that, Blue. Okay, cool. So you, you, gave, you gave this what? I gave it eight and a half, too. Oh, you let me burn out there? You ain't I, even seen me? No, I didn't. You ain't even come to my rescue? I was right here on your side. You wasn't defending me, man. I gave it an eight and a half, man. It's a, it's a fun joint. I love that ratings on it. I think it opens them up yeah. to the up north audience just a little bit more. Um, but on this album, mm -hmm. there are records that are just far superior because they have not, some incredible. I'm not going to take because we can't do that all night either, right? Like all oh, these other ten. My, but like. I'm sorry, KP. I don't. I don't think this is one of their. It's best your show. It's, it's not your one, show. It's one of their. It's not, it's not one tough, of their. It's, it's a tough. It's a tough record. It's a tough record, it's but like this record. is not one of their best hooks. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. No, no. It's your show. It's not. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway. What was okay, it? The was it the kangaroo mention? You don't like kangaroos, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. V. Break Cat. down the importance of the title track. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. I'm not even playing with y'all with this song. They already I ain't started. playing they with y'all. I'm not ready. even playing with y'all. By the yeah, way, you heard, you, heard, you heard pistols cocking in the back. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. So, in case you are new to Hard to Earn, we 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 rank title tracks extremely stringent, right? Because your title track is supposed to be that's your that's that's like the, your definitive song, right? That's going to be like the thesis for your entire premise, right? Um, so. This right here, this shit right here, this shit right here, is a perfect example of how you create a title track. This song is a prime example of that. Dre floats. He's doing poetry. He goes elsewhere. He even says mid mid bar mid verse, "I often drift." Right? And we're gonna get to that technically because that whole shit is ridiculous, yeah. right? Um, but then you, but then you see what Big Boy like. Big Boy doesn't slouch on this at all. But he's the anchor. He provides the gravity for this song while Dre's up there being extraterrestrial. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now y'all my friend now. Okay, cool, cool. You got now it back. See, I gave you, now I gave you now. just enough. I gave you just now. enough rope. You know what I mean? To get it back. No, that's that's a perfect. Um, oh, now I don't need you now. Oh, now you ain't want to save me before I need you now. So yeah, furthermore, no. I'm still part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
I still get half the check. No, um, I think you explained the the importance of the the title track and why we, um, why we so stringent on how we pay attention to it and what it's supposed to do, what it's set out to do, right? Um, this is a a, a superior example of when it's done right. Let's let it rock a little bit. We'll talk about it some more. It's hard to earn. Before we even get into this, right? Hook is perfection. It's a flex. The hook is perfection. Um, you don't, you, you, if you hear this beat alone, you're not gonna think, oh, let's do that on that, right? Um, I mean, I, just the, 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 the way they just took it somewhere else, man, is like, it's crazy. I mean, they broke down who they are. Um, they, they tell, they've given you more insight of who they are, their bond, right? And then like, Dre, this dude. <sighs> <laughs> it's the side for me. They both have two different, their first and second verses have two different flows. Right. Right? Um, Drake comes off, right, and he, he's, he, um, he starts off his verse with, not once upon a time, but twice upon a time. There was a boy who died, but lived happily ever after. But that's another chapter. Like, what? Yo. How, what? How we, like, just, we just started the chapter. We had to stop right there. We just I, started the chapter. I said, but how we, but then, it, but then I was just like, fuck it, it's another chapter. I just listened. So he goes, um, oh my God, I got so many, I got so much to say about this song, I got, you don't have to like, but then like, I guess that's what I'm saying, like he drifts, he does lyrically, right? He, he talks about, he's telling this whole story about like, you know, he, he, he talks about, um, you know, uh, dead bodies out there, right? Basically talking about drug addicts and stuff like that. They're going to see the candy lady, right? Then he's like, you know, meet me at the bridge, meet me halfway, right? And then he's like, then he goes up and talks about his turntables get, don't get wobbly when they fall. He's, he's like, I'm sorry, I drift. He drifts lyrically and then also drifts flow because he matches, he does the if, he says um, they probably need more hope. Like probably, right. maybe, right. no, probably, no, no, maybe, if, or probably. But then he uses if as the end of his bar to come back with gif. Right. He said, because I'm, I'm just talking gif. So you never look the horse inside his grill. Because why? Because you're not supposed to look. A gift horse in him? Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. What was that? Man? He wasn't even smoking then. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? I think when you get, um, I think when you get a special talent, and especially on the MC side, is when you find a perfect marriage of style. Yes. Or styles, in yep. this case. Yep. Lyricism. Substance. Right? Substance. You got something to talk about. Yep. You have this intelligence, this intellect, um, and you just a uh, uh, um, what they call that shit. Uh, 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 you just a uh, out of the out of the ordinary thinker, Absolutely. right? Um, he he masters he masters MCing because of who he is as a human, who he is as a person. It just so happens that his gift is to to go in the studio. It well, it was to go in the studio and cook that shit up. Um, but it's just because it's because. Andre would be great at whatever profession I think he chose to do because of the way he thinks, because of the way his mind works. Um, stylistically, as long as he didn't have to talk to other people. <laughs> stylistically, this shit is flawless. And then they come back and just do oh. some whole uh, like we were. You, I was already sold. I was already, I was already buying the car. Right. Like, <laughs> as long as he drifts, he does this poetic shit, and then Big Boy comes back and he does, he does the the the, the, the grounding, right? Like you know, like we. We from the streets. That's where our people's at. Blah right. blah blah. And then, then Drake goes off in blacks again. Like you know, sin all depends on what you believe in. In faith is what you make it. That's the hardest shit since MC Ren. Alien can blend right on in with your kin. Look again, cause I swear I spot one every now and then. Yeah. It's happening again. Yeah. Wish I could tell you when. Andre, this is Andre. Y'all are just gonna have to make amends. Yo. I'm out. I'm gone. 
Yeah, nah. You can, we can leave. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. This episode is done. He and Andre meet Andre. Y'all don't have to make amends because he's a Gemini. Because why? But why? Why is that important on this particular song? You said what? Why is that important on this song? Because it's a Gemini. Because it's, it's a Gemini. It's a Gemini. I it's got, so, I got it's, your back. Which is, which is, thank you, thank you, sir. Which is so crazy, right? Because big boy is an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. But usually we're the ones that are floating. We're air sign. Like, we're the one that's floating. And, but, but, but in this relationship, big boy is actually the anchor. He's the more grounded one. I think throughout, in, as far as, as out there as big boy is, right? Because he's out there with his shit, uh, his shit talking and his style and his braggadocious way. And, you know, him... In this particular setting, he's always the straight man, which is crazy, yeah. right? Because he's always he's off on another planet as well. But I definitely want to get to why they both become great MCs by by being in this group and being together. And we, yeah, obviously, we, people talk more about Dre or talk, you know, they put him in those certain conversations. But you don't get Dre unless you have big boy there the whole Facts. the whole Facts. road the right. whole way to go Facts. so right. i definitely don't want to you know I, don't, I definitely would be remiss to not say that this shit is just incredible bro it, it was a 10 from the start and then the they jump. came back and made it a 12 it was like how I'm about like, it yo what are we Talk doing how about it that shit is just they didn't have to do that at the end nah but they had to though but they did and I'm, musically I'm, I'm, I'm so and, glad and they did musically like what is that yeah. snare yo, who, what's up with that snare and like they, how did they produced this right who they produced this? Who, yeah. who, who thought about the snare though? Like why? Drum. Drummer? It was a live drummer. Mm. Yeah, that's why the studio's so big. We be having musicians in here. Gotta do it. You talking shit? Yeah, you talking Gotta shit. Do okay, it. Keep stunting. I'm glad you're on outside. But keep stunting. Keep stunting, KP. Keep stunting, KP. Uh, anything else you want to say about the song? Do you want to give it a rating? Like uh, on technically? What's this guy? What is this? It's we, a ten. We, we, it's a ten. We, cl we clear? We clear? Anybody who doesn't think it's a ten, you want to risk your life right now? Yeah, you got to get out. No? Okay. Okay, cool. Let's move on. We got to move. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, We're going to take it to West Savannah. Yeah. Did we? No, this yeah, synthesize. Did I skip it? Okay, pause right now. It's wrong. Go, go for it. Synthesizer. Okay, so this is um, synthesizer. Um, You can say, right, they've always kind of been ahead of the, the time. So, I mean, this is, this, they're talking about um, how digitized things are coming. It's they're talking about right now. They're talking about right now, right? They just did it in 1998. They're talking about, they're talking about AI, right? They're, talk, they're talking about BBLs, right? They're talking about all the things. The fact that the subject matter that they chose to tackle then yeah. um, is so prophetic as to where we are in, in 2023 is another testament to just, I mean, not cliche, but how fucking ahead of the curve and how ahead of the game and how forward thinking this, this incredible phenomenal group is and was. Um, I'm listening to this record like, wow, this shit could have just dropped. Like, you're looking at the world that we in, and I guess you could tell where shit is going if you kind of see the path and you got enough foresight. But we're, we're still a decade away from. But to still to yeah, have that much foresight, yeah. like to be that spot on, yeah, like, like like Botox is a thing, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, but like, I mean, he's you know he's talking about everything from. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. 
and don't even get me started on the music, Pam offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. From changing your body to, you know, like everything being digitized and like and taking, you know, even almost taking jobs away. I mean, even Dre was talking about um, the hypocrisy of marijuana being illegal. Like that was touched on. Nice 1998. Yeah, they need to go back to that. These motherfuckers smoking too much. But can't go my, cri- my criticism, though. Can't go nowhere. My criticism, though, is with Big Boy. Big Boy doesn't really... Like, they want me to lollygag and talk that bullshit. I refuse to play, so I'm gonna speak that son of the good shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, so, you know, big boys, big boys verse is tough, but like George Clinton and, 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 and Dre in the studio yeah. doing their thing. They was, they was on the same page. Big boy was a little late. I, yeah, they was on the same he, page. He just came in and just did and his then, own thing. I think also. So I, took, I took points off for that a little o- Overall, like, it's, it's kind of metaphoric as well. Yeah. The synthesizer part, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, even um, the production, it sounds digital. It sounds, it sounds digital. Uh, what else do I have in here? I think everything else that we said. Did you give it? Everything else we said. I gave it eight and a half. Give it an eight. Give it an eight? Yeah. 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 Eight Next. Eight. Next. Now we going. Dre's not on this joint. This right. is um, Backbone, cool, cool, cool Breeze. Cool Breeze. And Backbone. Yeah, Backbone and Cool Breeze. I fucked with Backbone. I, oh, I was rooting for Backbone bone so hard, man. Yeah, Cool Breeze. Yeah, Cool Breeze and um, Backbone. I think Backbone's first. Dungeon Family was good for the posse cut, putting the crew on. They always, yeah. Right. Um, I, against the shit from Stank on you. For sure, for sure. Being in the studio together and having that creative energy and just, you know, always sharing the wealth. You know, I think get that's... Up, get up, get out. First right. Joke. I think yeah. that's dope in the fact that at this point, Outkast is such a, a huge group. You know what I'm saying? Like every song... On every song, people right, listening sure. to all yep. your shit. Yep. So to be able to spotlight the next crop of talent, I think is super dope. I mean, Cool Breeze, like, um, watch the watch Ooh. for the hook. Oh my god, y'all remember Watch the Hook? That's a just. It's Atlanta, of course. Yeah, remember. this is a, yeah, this is a like yeah. That was that was a Brooklyn this, this, question. This, this new Atlanta though. I'm just saying. I mean, you know. <laughs> um, I like. I mean, I, I dig it. I mean, I don't. I don't love. Any Outkast song without both of them on it. Okay. Um, you know. Uh, oh, I definitely not on this album. I can't say that. Well, not on future albums. I can't say that. Mm, well, that was a d- double album you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. But I mean, even I mean, they always have. I mean, even like the uh, what's the, the question joint from Stankonia when mm-hmm. when Dre was talking about what, what can make a nigga wanna like that joint. Like, I mean, I wanted to hear Big Boy on that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, I don't think no matter how talented each MC is, they're always better together. That's that's the beauty of Outkast. That's why they are, that's in fair. my opinion, the greatest duo. Right. So with this song, yes, love Backbone, Cool Breeze, fucks with him. Watch the Hook was a joint in fucking '99, um, but you know it's not the same without without those Outkast boys. You know? Yeah, I feel like I feel like um, I thought it was a cool joint. You know, definitely not one of my super favorites on the album. There's a message. You know, they talking about yeah. the perils of the street. They talking to the hustlers, yeah. and you know, believe what's going. You know, where, where you going? Where you going after that? No, you know, what I'm saying like, what you doing with this? No, Backbone's verse is tough. He's not talking that sure. shit. They talking that shit. He's talking that shit. Like breaking it down. You know, not, that's not Foxy Brown math either. <laughs> good. That's that good mathematics. If you know, Atlanta you know. school system. Good math. If you know, you know. <laughs> um. You want to get to the rating? Would you give it? 
I gave it a seven and a half. Seven and a half? I gave it a seven and a half as well. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So, is it, is it guest time now? No, nah, we got one more. So, this was supposed to be on Southern Playlist. Southern, Southern Playlist. Playlist. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely in there. So, what, why wasn't Dre on this? Because it's called West Savannah. And that's where Big Boy is from. But they could have just changed the title, though. I'm saying it's a good song, no? <laughs> nah, that ain't nah. <laughs> it don't work like he that. He said, nah, that ain't nah. nah <laughs> he from Coney Island. I'm from the style. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. we still Brooklyn. Nah, that ain't nah. Man. Nah, that ain't nah. That okay, nah, that ain't nah. Nah, that ain't nah. Okay, cool. Yeah, this, this is... Virgin. The thing about music and the thing about my, my experience and love of music is that it took me places, especially yeah. at a time when hip-hop was more regional, you know? Before I had spent extensive time in Atlanta traveling or going to the West Coast or going anywhere, I learned about these places through the music. I learned about these, these, these um, landmarks. I learned about different towns. I learned different slang. All of that, I went on these journeys through the music. So had this come out on Southern the Players, because by this time I was already had already traveled to Atlanta. But had this come out then, I definitely would have been one of the ones that just put me on more so to um, the, the ins and outs of, of the different parts because I thought the whole shit was Atlanta. I ain't yeah, know like right. I sure did. Until I was like, wait, that's yeah. not that's oh that's a different thing. But y'all still call it Atlanta? You know what I mean? Like it was a learn it was a learning curve for the kid. Um, so just to just to have that experience as a fan of music, but also just as somebody who would visualize different parts of the world because of some of my favorite artists taking me there. I always enjoyed these type of records. I mean, I'm glad you want to say, so I'm going to stunt just a little bit here because, I mean, me. so being a music journalist allowed me to, uh, you know, be around a certain, certain individuals, right? And being young and being in the game, Atlanta became like my second home for a minute because I had the cheat code. I basically d discovered Atlanta with Big Boy. That's Christopher you, Columbus. You should, you should not. You should. You should. You should not. Just, <laughs> ah, dude, yes, yo, yes. I have. There was no Atlanta until I arrived. Right. Do, do, right, 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 do tell how you discovered yeah, Atlanta right, with right, Big right, Boy. Right. right. My right, my discovery of Atlanta was through Big Boy. So I'm saying you can't be 20-something years old learning Atlanta for the first time, riding around in Big Boy's Bentley. Like that's just not fair. That's you know good, what I'm saying? That's a good way to spend a day. Yeah, that's just not, that's just not fair. So everything that I've learned from being at, you know, uh, being in Bankhead, being at the, the, the so when, when Dre's talking that, before we get to that song, when Dre's talking about like being outside and everybody blah, 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 the parking lot, like I was there with Big Boy, you know, his, his, his sisters, you know, blah, 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 all this other shit. So, you know, I think it's like. This, this explains so much about how you move. I mean, also, I mean, he, I mean, his wife let him have a pole in the crib. It was an amazing time, bro. It's, it's an amazing time. I was, I, was, I was a puppy, you know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> you know, I was learning. I was learning. You know what I mean? Um, but I, but um, again, but I was able to hang out with Big Boy because I was such a massive um, Outkast fan, and I knew, like, I knew Southern Playlistic top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I can appreciate this song. Um, I don't understand why they would bring back a, a leftover Southern Playlistic two albums later with Dre not on it. I don't understand that. I mean, we we'll have to probably ask. Oh, also. Big Boy was supposed to be here, but his son's playing at playing against Fresno this weekend, so that's why he can't be here. Yeah, he's, he, that's what he hit me. Hit me yesterday. He was trying to come, couldn't be here. Uh, also, Killer Mike's in Chicago. Everybody's doing great things, but you know they're here in spirit. I'll do my best, Big Boy. Spirit for the answer for that. Do you throw away your Thanksgiving turkey on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. The, the you guys spent some time together. That's facts. That was good. That's facts. Um, anything else you got to say about it, B? I know that's it. I mean, I guess it's, it's, I mean, I, you know, I, I, it's cool. Um, again, without Dre, I'm always deducting points. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't understand why he brought it back. And 
It wasn't like it wasn't like it was like his against his best performance either. I just thought it was like a cool joint that I probably would appreciate it more if it was on Southern. It's a it's a it's a solid record. Um, I guess I agree with some some of that. You know, like I think if you're gonna bring a record back, it should be Outcast record, a great right, record. Yeah. But I also but but on the flip side of that, I did also enjoy when groups gave us solo records on albums. I always thought that was dope because you get a chance to just. Fuck it, I'ma just do me on this one. I'ma just talk my shit. I don't have to compromise or conform to anything. And I always- also, It's also like two records that don't have Dre on this on this album, but there's no records that Dre's on without Big Boy. Yeah. Um, I also I also just like hometown pride shit. You know what I'm saying? Always, like those records, always. those records always do a little something extra for me just because um, again, you get a chance to talk your shit about where you're from, and I think the natives, you know, like those records resonate more with the <laughs> natives, and just me, as somebody that's always trying to soak up information, um, those records are always dope to me. I gave it an eight. Seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. All right, no doubt. Eight? It's eight, eight, right? Eights. We got eights Sorry. out there? Eights. Eights out there. The okay. people know. All right, man, so... That intermission. But you talked about everybody who wasn't here today, but there are people in the building. You know what I mean? Yeah, beautiful people in the building, they're, too. They're, they're, they're beautiful people, beautiful for sure. Beautiful people in the building. And monumental people in the building. Um, I'm sure you guys saw I, on the I flyer. I thought New Face was here. <laughs> he was New Face got to be everywhere, so he, he can only be five minutes He literally everywhere. was here. Like, New Face went to four more events exactly, since, exactly, since he left. Exactly. Since he left and showing everybody what they, who they were, <laughs> when, they were when they were 16 years old. Like, <laughs> New Face is at Jeezy concert right now with a baby <laughs> picture. Look at this pamper. Look at you. Um... Michael Blue Williams, man, the, the, the legend, the architect, the man who was in a lot of those rooms with Outkast, making a lot of those decisions with Outkast, um, fighting a lot of those fights with Outkast. And protecting them, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and again, for as talented as any group is, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom At participating McDonald's. Facts. And um, just to have someone of this caliber who's from up north, right? If I'm not, if I'm not, he's the only Bronx, one from the Bronx. Bronx. See, that's that's you say B to him. That's what you say. That's how I use B. I say B to him. <laughs> yeah. Y'all make some yeah, noise. Y'all clap it up for our guest, Michael. Michael Blue, Blue Williams. Williams. We got DJ Swift in this motherfucker too, though. DJ Swift is here. Wait, well, man. Right there. Mr. DJ! No, not Mr. DJ. That's DJ nah, Swift. DJ Swift. That's a different DJ. Thank you first and foremost for just this being here and, and having this conversation with us um, and celebrating this album. Obviously, as fans, as, as, as people who consume the product once the product was created, uh, we appreciate it and look at it in a whole different way than the creative side. And, and both of us being creatives, we know what it's like on that other side as well. But just talk us through a little bit of this you know, your time with Outkast, but this particular album, let's start here since we are on Equimini, man. What are some of your memories about this record? Um, check, 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 yeah. So I think with every Outkast album, what I always remember is the fight with the, the label, and not the KPs and them of the world, but you know, the. You can fight KP, it's okay. No, we fight. No, 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 no. we fight different. No, we definitely still. Yeah, we just. Not here, y'all not messing up my set right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, being from the Bronx and coming down to Atlanta to manage an Atlanta group, you're going to have different ways of approaching things. Um, and there was this chip on the shoulder that just, Outcast always had this chip on the shoulder, just, you know, that it came out when Dre said what he said on the source. But every project was approached like New York's going to hate. They gave, us four, they gave us four and a half mics on this. It was just always this chip on the shoulder. 
So every project, it was like, all right, I gotta take this record that sounds like nothing else that New York is working, playing, listening to, the, the writers at all the magazines. None of them are really even familiar with this. So every album was a sale. We had to go up, we had to sell New York. We had to tap dance, and we had to do everything you had to do, and you had to get Flex to play it, and then you had to get Hot Nights. So it was just, you were always selling. But you leave New York, and you leave like the Tri-State, and everyone else is fucking with you. You go, like people don't even know it. Atlanta wasn't even Outkast's biggest market on the first two albums. Nope. It was Chicago and the Bay Area. Wow. So we were, we were like, the, as Outkast fans back then, we were like the anomaly. Oh, for yeah. sure. As yeah. Brooklyn kids, sure. that's yeah. crazy. Like, that's but you right. discovered Atlanta, so it's fine. You said what? You said what? I said you discovered Atlanta, so it's fine. <laughs> Indians, bro, Indians. Uh, you, you, you said, you know, you had to fight with the label, convince the label. When you guys are in the studio and y'all coming up, you know, these, the guys are coming up with these incredible records, you just, from a business standpoint, are you thinking about marketing? Are you thinking about how to tour the record? Are you thinking about just all of the other things while they creating, like, beautiful art? Are you looking at it like, wow, this is, a, this is another uh, opportunity for me to take the guys to a different level? So during the creative process, I really didn't even come around the studio that much because it was a, a lot. That was KP and all them. Like, I, I'd get a call from Big Boy as he started to get to the, the meat of it, and he'd be like, yo, come, come check something out. And I'd go, and we'd like sit in his car or whatever, and he'd start playing records where they finished out. You just started to get a sense. And every time he started playing, I'd be like, hmm. How am I gonna sell elevators? This is like 12 beats a minute. <laughs> how, I'm gonna sell a, how am I gonna sell Rosa Parks? Like, this don't sound like, like, I'm hearing every record, like, here's the fights that are gonna come, we're gonna do. Right. But I am also seeing an opportunity because, like I said, New York's kind of fighting it, but everyone else is messing with it. And so, one of the things that made the fight was you, you just believe, like, Dre and Big gave you, they gave me so much. Um, creative energy that I wanted to go fight those fights. I, I wanted to go kick in those doors. I wanted to make sure that the world heard these projects, not just like the single and gone. So every project was a challenge. But we, like I said, they had their chip on their shoulder. I had a chip on my shoulder. I but they were also giving you good product. That's they key. Were great product. Great. When you got great product, but like I had a chip on my shoulder because I come from Flavor Unit. I work with Shaquem Compare, um, who did Naughty by Nature, Queen Latifah. And one of my other idols is Chris Lighty, who I eventually was able to work with. Rest in Rest peace. Rest up um, to the great Chris Lighty. So Chris, Chris had Tribe, Shaquem had Naughty, so Outcast was mine. So my job was to beat Naughty and Tribe. That was all I ever thought. That's all I just oh, needed. Oh, yes. you heard it young, here first. Young, so young Blue Williams guys. was a new manager. <laughs> okay. huh? I said Young Blue Williams was a new manager then. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't want to. I don't want to like depot the whole conversation if you want to ask. I can, I can join. You, I mean, you I, discovered I, Atlanta. I, well, first, I mean, look, 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 you, look, you, yeah, you go, yeah. How long y'all gonna run with this joke? Okay, all right. Six getting, more the, the, seven bread's more getting stale. Baby. The bread's getting stale. First off, I know you got, I know you're getting your Barbara Walters on serious. First, off, I want to thank you because I was a young pup and. Your parties were incredible, first of all. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Luke used to have some of the most epic parties ever. Yo, if you still, know, you know. His, his Grammy, if, if his, you know, his you know. Grammy brunch is still tough, baby, I'm there. Nah, man, I'm talking about the parties you probably couldn't advertise. But anyway, um, <laughs> how can you talk, what, what can you tell us about managing those two personalities, right? Because again, they were brothers, um, but again, while they were amazing on record, so different personality-wise, right? And you know, with somebody like Dre, who's, constantly evolving, Dre on Tuesday and Dre on Thursday, right? How does that, how does that work with managing those personalities? Um, 
you give me a lot of credit saying it worked. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, we here. Nah, nah. It worked. You know what? I, I think it wasn't as hard if you played like I played sports my whole life, so I know how to deal with teammates. So I know how to deal with everybody's personality, and in a sense, that's what management is. So you learn what motivates people. Big boys totally motivated by money. Everything we gotta do is like, here's a check, we going where we gotta go. Dre's motivation isn't the money. Don't even bring up the money. Why are we doing it? Does it make sense? Like, you know, so that wasn't as hard as people would think. It was really the creative, it was getting the support to support their creatives, because their creatives were bigger than anyone else saw. No one had that vision. People forget, as great as LaFace is, no slacks. LaFace was an R&B label. Absolutely. We weren't signed to Jive or Def Jam, right. but LA, after some you know, arm wrangling and stuff like that, he always gave us the tools to have a fair fight. And when we would, it, that fight would usually be up against a Jay-Z album, up against something else. Every time. Every time. Album. It just seemed like we would drop the same time well, as Jay. I mean, Volume 2 came out the same day as this album, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, it happened right. twice. Jay-Z's Jay Volume 2. Yeah. twice. Wow. And we, yeah. we beat them once, but Lior brought some albums on the side so that Jay would get that number one. Yeah, go check the Hudson. <laughs> go check that Hudson. Go check that river, yeah. But he <laughs> <laughs> was running up the streams. He was running, he was running up the streams. There was warehouses. That was good, sorry. That was good. <laughs> That's the inventory. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just gave you the fight and LaFace would give you the support, but then Arista again, it was a different BMG all the way in Germany, where they was like, what are y'all doing? What is it? So yeah. that fight, just trying to give the guys a voice, which in turn, at the time you don't pay attention, was giving the South a voice and right. giving all the artists that came up after him a voice and belief. You know, you just kind of, you didn't want to not do it the right way. Right, I'm, a, I'm sorry, I'm gonna fast forward real quick, as you mentioned, you know, having that balancing act. I'm gonna fast forward, you know, when Huge money became on the table, and you know you were down. Big Boy was down. Dre was not. You know, do you remember Ti's verse from Sorry when he apologized to Big Boy? Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> like, so I mean, like, can you take talk about that time where like you guys have the most money on the table that ever that you ever had? Like, you guys are already Grammy winning. You guys are already diamond, and you got like you know life changing money, and it doesn't phase Dre. So it's cute, you know, when you don't want to take the toll money. It's different when you take life changing money. How did how did you navigate that? Drugs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I can relate. I can relate. Lots, lots of drugs and a lot. Of, I mean, yeah. um, it, it was. It's an. All of my heroes did dope. Huh? Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah. Hey. Look, Rick James. Like, what's nah, you gonna do? All of my nah. heroes did dope. <laughs> I mean, there's not. I guess the way you said, there's not much you can do. Like at a certain point, if a man's standing on whatever his conviction is, and it could be costing you a hundred million dollars, if his partner, big boy, is backing him. I gotta back it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you gotta respect. Now we we sometimes the the money put some stress on everybody's neck. And but at the end of the day, big boy, whether he's always agreed with it or not, has never wavered on his support. And he cost him more money. He ever cost me. So if he can weather it, I can weather it. And kind of just kind of that's that's called what their brotherhood is kind of like. Gotcha. Don't, don't, don't you ever cost me a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I okay. want every nickel. I want here, every nickel. Somebody owe me seventy-five dollars in the back. We're going to get that. After. I'm gonna help you. I'm yeah, gonna help you too. We're gonna see. We're gonna see y'all in the back after this. All the smoke, all the money. Um, we talked so much about your time with the guys. Um, talk about your your foray into management and how you even get started and how you end up with Outcast. Um, so I started with Jodeci. I was Jodeci's. Bodyguard. Oh, damn. Um, Talk about good parties. Bodyguard? Sure, Jesus. Nice. <laughs> Thought I knew it all. <laughs> Shit. 
holy shit. <laughs> wait, wait, you was walking around with KC wait. on your shoulder? No. I knew yeah. it was coming. Oh, yeah. I knew yeah. it was coming. And I know my guy. <laughs> and I know Dallas. my guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, those are some fun times. No. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I went from Joe to see the Mary J. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Blige, I'm from Mary J. Blige, SWV, SWV to Shy. Shy, didn't know it by nature and just kind of kept. I mean, y'all just clap. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh. We got a legend on stage right here. Three of them. Four, four, okay, four, four. We got four. That's a lot. I was only 24 by then. I'm happy to be. Wow. Um, so wow. I took Shy. I was Shy's road manager and took Shy to Flavian to be managed. They needed a manager. Shaquem was like, yo, you should come off the road. He was like, you're never going to get rich working for artists on the road. He's like, you got to come and get a piece of what they're making and then you can make some money. Um, so he took me um, in the Flavor Unit. He gave me two groups. My first two groups were the Fushnikins and Nonchalant. Wow. Wow. Five o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning. Oh, outside so on the corner. Yep. Five o'clock in the morning. Wow. Um, and then Latifah ran into Dallas Austin and Dallas gave her a demo for this little 12-year-old girl named Monica Arnold. So, um, Latifah came back to us and told us to go get Monica. So me and Shaquem flew down to meet with Monica's family, got Monica for management. But before we left, we was like, yo, let's swing by the face. So we swing by the face. And LA tells me about this group he has that, you know, called Outcast. He tells me and Shaquem, and they had just like fired their manager or something, some girl that was working with them. And he was like, yo, y'all should meet with them. Y'all do this. He damn near was like, y'all do this rap shit. Y'all should come meet with him. Literally. <laughs> Literally. He's like, y'all do this rap shit. <laughs> so, um. Was LA, LA wearing an ascot when he said that? <laughs> watch out. Uh, uh, watch your mouth. Because <laughs> he never wears ascots, which I'm saying. I mean, around the office. No, we had passed the ascot phase, sir. Yeah, we, that was already gone. But, um, so in one trip in 1993, 94, I got Outcast and Monica. Heavy, heavy. You can clap for that. You can clap for that. That's, that's I don't heavy. know how much that plane ticket cost, but it was worth it. It was, <laughs> it was worth so, it. So let, let me explain the other side of that. All right, these New York niggas be tripping. We need to get a New York nigga to talk because they don't understand what we're saying. Enter Blue Williams. Wow. And Flavor Unit. Serendipity. Uh, um, yeah, that, that Flavor Unit management at one point just dominated the game. You know, they had all of the biggest stars. Uh, even just recently at Queen Latifah's performance in, in Queens, she brought Big Boy and Sleepy out and, and just talked about their involvement and time at Flavor Unit. Um, what are you doing now, Blue? Um, still counting that money I missed from Drake. I mean, <laughs> you count some of the money you, you got too. You, 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 still, pick, you yeah. pick some up too, though. You're not blue, blue. <laughs> um, transitioning, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like everybody else doing more film, TV, doing events, writing a book, um, stuff like that. Just hold Without me? No. <laughs> I'm, um, the music game, you know, y'all know, Ben, just as well as the game's different. Absolutely. It's not. It's not the same. It used to be a talent contest. You could put any, I take any artist with talent and run with them, but 
this popularity contest shit ain't for me. I can't figure this out. The shit is a, it, it, it's like, the labels used to rely on the big artists so they could take chances on the small artists, but it was always about building stars. The whole thing is flipped now. They don't need stars, all they need is volume. We're putting out 60,000 records a week are getting uploaded. Burnouts. It's like 57 million things getting uploaded a year right now because they're trying to feed a streaming machine. They don't need to feed artists no more. They don't need, they just need everybody to be uploaded and feed the machine. So that ain't me, that's why. I just, I like managing stars and making stars bigger. No doubt, you've done it. You've done it time and time again, man. Y'all make some noise. Michael Blue, Blue Williams, y'all. Thank you, man. But yeah, man, I just knew that this would be a, a very, very special time and special conversation to have with you. And you don't really be out doing this shit too yeah, much. Be, so, that's why we, you, you know, know, the hard to earn boys feel like we, you know what I mean? Feel like we, we earned a nice slot tonight. Y'all make some noise for Michael Blue Williams. Thank you. Um, single, right? Very, very interesting music video. Grace, Grace, we can hear you up here. Thank you. Two parter. Um, and the, I'm trying to remember the video. The puppets. Yeah, it was puppets. Yeah. Was, was Slick Rick? Puppets and painting. Slick Rick was in puppets the video. Puppets and painting. He was in the video, right? Because he was still in jail at the time. Nah, he was out. He was out. He was out. That's how he did it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was a. Yo, it was a. It was a puppet. So he was the voice. No, there was both of them. They they did live action and then they did the. Gotcha. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Matter of um, fact, that was me saying Uncle Ricky that on you? that one. That was you. You, you got I guess it was KP. You got no, you don't get public for publishing? saying some shit that somebody you else said. <laughs> if, you, if you puff, you are. Puff would have been like, I want all of that. I got some props. Um, no, I mean, so, again, getting back to these guys, right? Like, we were talking about with Raekwon, why it made sense, right? These guys are craftsmen. They're dedicated to the purity of, of the art form. And they didn't have to you know, get, get slick for this, but they were giving it up, right? The best... I mean, people know for, for years, the number one in history, the number one storyteller in hip hop and rap music, Slick Rick. If I don't know if, yes. how old you guys are, but if you've never it's heard true. of the greatest adventures of Slick Rick, 1,000%. Do, do yourself a favor, it slaps just as well in 2023 as it did, as it did in 88. In, in 88, you know what I'm saying? Um, so again, just giving it up because Southern guys, guy from the Bronx, right? They didn't have to give it up, but of course they did. So that was beautiful. Um, but this song in particular, like, it shows again the the how ahead of I forget how old these guys were at the time. They were they were still in their twenties, but like they were way ahead of their time. I mean, this is a very sophisticated um, um, song. Big boy takes the more playful route, right? And he he starts off talking about um, Susie, right? Who happens to be a friend of the Dungeon family, <laughs> right? Uh, she, right? Knew, she knew some people. She knew, she, knew, she knew a couple members, right? Um, and then, you know, he, he gives you different capers and rendezvous with different type of women, blah, 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 blah. He's having a good old time, right? But then Dre comes on and talks about her, Susie's best friend, right. Sasha, right? And how she, you know, he goes on a date with her. So it's, so, it's crazy, right? Because, like, big boys over there get, having fun in the parking lot. Right. He's over here laying on his back talking about like what you want to be when you, you know, grow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, she said alive, by the way. I mean, great answer. Great answer. That's a great first date answer, by the way. If somebody do ask you what you want to be when you grow up and you say alive, you're getting a second date, right? <laughs> but unfortunately, they could not stay in contact. You know what I'm saying? Dre's doing his thing, but, you know, singing his song. She winds up getting in a, you know, in a dysfunctional relationship with somebody she shouldn't have been. And then come to find out, she spirals and, you know, she's found dead with a needle in her arm. So again, 
kind of heavy. The record started off so fun. <laughs> right, right. It ended so big somber. Boy, big Boy was having a ball. It ended so somber. I was like, and then, wow. Lee, wow, okay, okay, great. Well, well. But again, but I still just loved how they just like, I don't know. I don't know if they wrote it together, but clearly they were aware of the other, excuse me, they were aware of the other person's, you know, verse because, you know, you took this character right. and took their best friend and, and switched it and did your own thing. So, again, a perfect, a perfect microcosm of, of that relationship. For sure, for sure. So, the album version, though, does the first pressing didn't have Slick Rick on it? No. Right? No, so, what, what was that? That was a remix. Did not, yeah. Tell me about that. And the that. video version. How did that happen? How did well, actually, I mean, it was the art of storytelling. It made sense. Art, like you said, Slick Rick is the storyteller. He's the one that we grew up on. So, we by now have access. Did you A&R so this also? I did. Okay. So, I reached out to my homie, Bimmy. Who Shout managed Slick Rick at the time? Okay. If y'all watch the TV show on uh, <laughs> the gangster shit. Oh, yeah, he, he did some other stuff too, but he, yeah, he did some other shit. He did but, a lot of things. But we got along well. We so, got along. We got along well. <laughs> so I hit Bim, and Bim's he had just got out of jail, by the way. So we were like, "Yo, Slick just got out of jail. Let's do it." And well, the guy said that, and I was like, "Okay, well, I know Bim. Hit him. It it wasn't even like a." It, it took two minutes. Like Ben, what you think? So Slick was Slick would, already fucking with Outkast, or was that's he? what we found out? We found out wow. that Slick Rick knew of them. Wow, obviously. Crazy. So awesome. he came to the studio, knocked it out, and I took the opportunity to say, Uncle Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> very, very but, dope but record. Got no, but got no publishing. Cool, cool, cool. It took a really dope record and made it even. It surprised me that this was a single. It made it more dope for me, though. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, y'all been added more? Like, y'all put more frosting on what? the cake? The ruler? That's incredible. Uh, yeah, always loved this joint. It, but to your point, though, it wasn't a typical sounding single, but what nope. was from Outkast? <laughs> right? Facts. So, yeah, so, yeah as, as much as I was puzzled by that choice, I love that it got the video treatment and that more people got a chance to hear it. I gave it a nine. I gave it eight and a half. Give it eight and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nine? Ten? Ten? This yeah, is some yeah, other yeah, other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Can we get a snippet of this, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is this yeah. is dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop right there. I mean so, the fact that we got a big boy verse after that is crazy. This record takes a whole other Turn other sonically, whole other subject matter wise. Yeah, um, just as much as you think Outcast can't continue to outdo themselves or, or do different things, you know they give you this really distorted, apocalyptic, apocalyptic. like end of times type shit, and it gets you to thinking. You well, know, well, this song was created. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to sound like the last rap song ever made. If the world, if the world right. ended, right, right. So I mean, with the vocals, like you said, the distorted vocals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It sounds like Dre's rapping through a phone. You know, he's, he sounds like he's in distress. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you hear, I mean, even like if you li really listen to the production, like the, 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 the production's crazy. Like the, the, the elements behind it, the sound effects, craziness. I mean, it sounds like, it literally sounds like the world is ending. I'm not, I, I still, I'm still not sure why they, this is part two, this is part one. Right. It's just a whole different it's song. It's a whole different vibe. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole, it's a completely different song. 
completely different vibe. But I mean, phenomenal. But they did tell a story. It was there was some storytelling. Hell of a story. Yeah. Phenomenal, right? And 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 again, Dre's talking about you know why the world is ending, right? Um, I mean, the metaphor about using you know Earth and like you know as a as if, she, as if she's being like gang banged and like mistreated sexually. Mother Nature. Mother, right? Yeah. But also, five percent is also called. The woman, your earth. Earth, your earth, exactly, right? So that, that metaphor is crazy. Also, he's also learning at the time 5% of stuff, too, through, you know, his new, his new pretty, through his, pretty, yeah, pretty, through, pretty, through, through his pretty baby mama. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, sonically for me, I mean, I get it. Obviously, it's more of a concept record. It's not a record that I went back to a bunch to listen to. What? Yeah. What? Nah, lyrically, yes, but musically, it was very chaotic for me. Yeah, it's a pop. The world is ending. The end of the world, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, the yeah. fuck you wanted? Yeah, to? I, I only wanted to end. I only wanted to end one time. He wanted. Was, he wanted strings for the end I of the world. Like, no, I, I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's one of those records that is not gonna have replay value. But I don't think that that is the. I don't think that was the aim for it. Wow, I disagree wholeheartedly. I played this. I don't. Even, I can't tell you how many times I played this. Like I used to play. I used to play this song and then run it back. I mean, I. I love part two way more than I love part one. And I, and I do fuck with part one. But like this was like, I mean, and, I, and also because it's also short and compact, like they both kill it. Dre again talking about why the world is ending and then Big Boy's like, same shit, I'm, on, I'm a family man. I'm, you know, they want us to, remember they was, they was trying to give uh, cash for guns, maybe that was the thing? Yeah. He's like, hell no, nah, I'm keeping mine, I gotta Me protect these. my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so they kept it going like, my only only criticism of this song is that it's a little short. Like it's oh. it because it feels a little interludish, but it should have been longer. Like this production. I, now this I can listen. Like you take the vocals off, I still fucking with this beat. This shit is crazy. And they listen to those elements, man. The production is crazy. You bugging? Heard you. <laughs> heard you. Heard you. Uh, what'd you, you give, give it? Give <laughs> it an eight. Give it a nine. Give it a nine. Yeah. What y'all think? What y'all think? What y'all think? What y'all think? Eight. Eight, couple nine, nines, couple eight, eight, eight and a half. It's in that, I think it's in that world. We'll get to the beautiful shit, you know, but that's more. Hold on, be strong. That's more my, that's, that's more my <laughs> bag. Um, where we at? Where we at? Hey, we need to go. It's my, it's my show. Word. He stepped, he was confident too. Oh, you know, let me, let me tell you right now. Give me eight. Give me eight. You hate this song? You, Masada, who opens the record yeah. up. Love she's, her tone. Love yeah. how she set it off. She sound like a she sound like a a, a a young Foxy. The way she's right, she sound like Foxy on like um, just on, that, um, the, she, the, 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 the who She's, shot she's from I shot She's from Jersey. She's from up north. Absolutely. Um, I don't know much about her at no. all. I I thought that I was a uh, you know uh, hip hop you savant. Are. You are. Uh, but yeah, I don't know much about her. I don't know many other records that she was on. But I thought she was dope on that. I thought she was dope on this. I thought she was dope on this. But I think in 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 the grand scheme of it all, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. We got a lot more songs to get to. Um, not one of my favorites on the album. Not one of my favorites. I do not love that chorus at I all. I do not like this hook. Not even not love Still, it. I don't like the chorus. I don't like the hook. I don't like. And the thing is, I do fuck with this song, right? Because I be Witch Doctor's verse is funny to me. Now, so Dre. Now, normally we, you know, it's it's well known, right? Like guys are get criticized for you know being uh, predatorial when it comes to this opposite sex, etc. Right? You know what I'm saying? But rarely is it discussed about women, lesbian women, doing the same thing to heterosexual women. 
I never heard that before. Especially this is, again, this is 25 years ago. Right. I had never heard this on a rap record before. But later on, having conversations with Dre, I don't know if y'all, and I'm, this is not, I'm not being messy, this ain't gossip. This you kind of are though. This, this is from, this is, this is this, no, I'm not. This is because this, no. is, this is gift from the horse's grill. Okay? But look, let's do this. Issue is a tough word. Let's, let's, had a situation. I'm, I'm going to explain if you let me though. Situation would sound better than issue. You said what? Situation. situation. That's not even a synonym. What do you mean? Situation. Like Usher situation? No, I'm, so, I'm, saying, no, I'm saying he has an issue with... Anyway, all right. So... Why you can't just give us your rating I, and we go to the next song? Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to inform the audience. Y'all don't want to hear the story? Y'all want to hear it? Y'all want to hear it? Okay, thank you. Okay. No, anyway, because y'all don't I'm, have to sit next to him on YouTube when this shit starts circulating. And motherfuckers and, 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 and our views go up. And this is my and, man. And, so and I go views go up. And our views go up. And they want us to get milk mustaches and that. shit. He gonna be okay. Y'all are like outcasts. This is not by any means necessary <laughs> views, motherfuckers. We want so respectable, I, honorable I, views. So I'm, I'm giving you guys context to his verse, right? Dre calls himself a serial monogamous. When he has a girlfriend, he has a girlfriend. When he's out of a relationship, he has a ball, right? His girlfriend at the time was Keisha from Total. Wow. Whew. Man, that, it wasn't. That was a that was a different album. No, no, I'm, no, I'm saying this. I'm not saying at the time. I'm saying there was a, he had a relationship with Keisha from Total. He had a, but prior to this song, he had a relationship with Keisha from Total. And the reason why they weren't together anymore because a certain rapper took Keisha from him. A lady rapper. A lady rapper. All oh, right now, now right now. Exactly. Okay. No, I'm. T I'm, I'm but first of all. I'm not speculating here. I'm telling you what. I, ain't no speculation here, all right? I'm A1 with mine. Okay? So now, now because y'all rushing my story, y'all go figure out who the, who the rapper was. <laughs> next song, next song. No, don't tell us. So anyway, Dre got his heart broken. That shit works. How beautiful is this song, though? Really, right? No, it's incredible. So, Spodio Dopalicious um, is um, an absolute bona fide. It's not even classic. I feel like it's iconic music. Um, I mean, we already knew those dudes, right? They like we Rosa Parks and right how courageous that was, and like you know taking that country beat and being super lyrical with it. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. We gotta stop saying country. We're from the south. We're southern. That's a big. No, 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 no. no. KP, I said the beat was country. I didn't say they were. It country. was southern. The beat is a country beat. It was southern. The beat was, it was southern. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. The you sense, know, anytime you say anytime you say the word country in Atlanta, I know. Like, no. They don't play that all shit. Right, all right. Exactly. We said the nigga. I said I was talking about Shania Twain. Why are you? Calm down. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Come on, we gotta. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, all right. All right, I'll go back to that word courageous. Right? How in the world do you decide to make this song? It's not a rap song. It's a spoken word song. But how? Did, let's start here. How the fuck do you come up with a hook using Florida Evans? Using a Florida Evans phrase? Like. What like I don't understand what shit you you smoke or what the conversation is to be like you know what we're gonna just use when 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 James Evans died Florida Evans was in her kitchen screaming to the heavens and we're gonna take that and make this the hook for this beautiful song that's crazy to me it, the fact that it works is is it still blows my mind I mean musically this record is beyond right beyond and, and, yes. and for it Great to word. be 
for it to be on this quote-unquote rap album and for it to be, I love the courageous word, I, I told you that from the onset, to take this chance and make this record, this long record, right, and put it on this album when you know that all eyes and ears are on you to see what you're going to do and you say, fuck it, we're going to make... Mm. The beautifulest the shit. The beautifulest the, shit in the world. I mean, we're going to make you some incredible, timeless We're not art. even going to rap. We're going to give you spoken word. Uh, I think Big Boy calls his smoking words. But smoking yes. word. That's even better. <laughs> but, but um, you know, when you talk about timeless, right? Like, yeah, this record yeah. is still being interpolated in, in, in compositions to this day and Absolutely. used in, you know, just, just fucking, just something that would never, ever go away. And, and I love it. Who got the, who got the Charles Dickens line? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Go. Nah, I don't think anybody got the Charles Dickens line. <laughs> oh, well. Don't ever be thinking. Go through it. Go through it. Expound. Let's, no, I mean, he said, you know, the, the, the plot thickens. It gives me the Dickens reminiscent of Charles. That's Charles Dickens. Right? Which is Charles Disco also here. Right. Which Charles was the name of the disco, right? Exactly. Where the young folks go and get their first taste of afterlife. You know what I'm saying? After a little nightlife. Like, you know for what I mean? Sure, like, for sure. like, I mean, and again, that's what I was saying, like that visual, like, you know, Dre gives such a visual depiction of like, you know, being intoxicated. You know, I mean, he loves how he does like the stutter step, right? Like, you know, I ain't never been there before. Oh, maybe once, but I was so intoxicated off the OE, right? Just gives right. you that whole visual about what's going on, the shooting, you know what I'm saying? Like being, being uh, what, what was it here, right? The, 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 the pop, pop, right? But then like, you know, what, what he said, uh, lukewarm lullabies, right? And hearing, hearing her in her one ear and then set it off, right. set it off. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like hearing that, that that's crazy to put nah, that in, in, in a spoken word piece and then Drake. Then it's then poetic. Pick, Right? So it's beyond poetic, right? And then and Big Boy comes and gives you this beautiful, beautiful stanza about like his meeting his, his um his, his wife actually now, right? Like I mean, to, and describe her the, the scent of her neck to be like a plate of yams with extra syrup. Like, oh man, I'm I like, mean, who, who's things, walking away from that? Certain things just don't get much better. Man, fuck your shit. Um, so Erica Badu was supposed to be on this. Record? That's how you can tell a, a real Atlanta motherfucker. You get in that zone, get in that pocket. Um, y'all yeah. scared? Another posse cut. Goody, goody mob. Um, I love Gip on this record. I love. I love Gip on this. I love record. you, like for he, saying you love Gip on this record. I love man. you for loving me for saying. You know I love what I'm Gip. saying? You know what I'm saying? Like yo, Gip. I don't know now. Yeah. Gip I was tried definitely to play smoking. the verse. <laughs> I tried to play the verse. No, no, we not. We not. We gonna play this after after party, man. After party. We do all that. Um. I don't know what Gip was smoking on this record, but like that motherfucker was reading big books and smoking big weed, but yeah. like he was dropping this shit. Now he smoked the record. That's he, what he smoked this shit, right? Like the delivery, talking that other shit. I mean, what he was talking about, like escaping the hills to avoid the floods, like next, next level shit. Again, you know, I'm a sucker for it. You talking some shit, the way it sounds, you know, like his tone, everything, like everything, it all just, everything's beautiful, you know, yeah. everything just came together. It was a perfect, perfect culmination yeah. of all the things that I love. And Would you, know, you, you know, oh. a Goody Mob also, you know, like they, this is around the time where, you know, still standing. They were very much into the, like those, those, uh, what do you call them? Um, 
Conspiracy theory, thank you very much. Right. Smart motherfuckers read. I love I love an audience that reads. Conspiracy theory books, you know, at the time, like, you know, Behold a Pale Horse, et cetera, et cetera. For sure, for sure. So, like, they were big on that. So, like, his verses are like, I, I still would love to interview him about his verse. Like, he was dropping some super deep cryptic shit, a lot of codes in there. But at the same time, as deep as it was, it sounds it sound great. Great. It sounds great. Um, y'all, y'all scared of, I gave an eight. I gave it an eight as well. Okay. All right. Fair. fair. As we proceed. Are y'all, y'all cool with that? Yo, let me tell you how much of a rap nerd I am, right? Mm -hmm. I'm on a set of Bombs of a Baghdad, and I fucking run in, and then Big Boy introduces me to Nate. And he's so shocked that I'm tripping. You like, you out? I'm like, you, it's you, you, like, my, my, like he's, and I'm like, like, he's like, me? I'm like, yeah, like, I've been, I've, I know your whole shit by heart, blah, blah, right. blah, like, cool ass dude. Like, you're um, in a classic album. I don't know if a few people heard it. Yeah. A few million. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a few million people heard it. Like, you, me, people, million people heard it. So, I mean, um, but I mean, I, so I, I love that they, you know, they gave him his shine and all this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nate, rest in peace to him. But cool ass dude. Um, you know, big boy swears by him. Uh, I don't know him personally, but, you know, I love that they gave him a shot on this joint. No doubt. And from, from the joint. And from what? That wasn't an effect. Right, of, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, right. yes. He, he, yeah. he did spit that. He spit that from jail. For real, for real. Before shine. Yeah, yeah. All right, what are we up to? Liberation? There's a fire. I see the I see the fingers snapping. Woo! I see the hands in the air. No, I I, I can't no. hear this song without hearing CeeLo's part. That's my the guy. We we never wanted to end, uh, but we got two records left, so let's get through it. We can close out the night and continue to party at the afties and have us a great time. I know. You know what I mean? Can we play this song again when we finish? We can, okay, yeah, we'll yeah, we can walk out. You just walk out the way. Okay, it could cool. be a walk out. That's great walk out music. Talk to me. Um, this song is one of the best songs ever made in, in, in the history of music. In the history of going into His, the studio. history of music. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Just making be sure. Beginning of humans, sure. learning right. rhythm. Like this is. Since people greatest. started putting yeah. sounds on. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Recording yeah. audio. Absolutely. Yeah. This, this is, is the, the first. Right. This is one of the best yeah. ever. Yeah. Um. First of all, on paper. Let's start there. On paper. Okay. Okay. So we got at, in 1998 the. Greatest rap group in, in greatest rap southern rap group, right, in the world. Right. Okay. Period, bro. Per purred, purred. And who sold more? Who did more? Then who you got more. Then you go, then you got, then you got goddamn CeeLo. Goddamn CeeLo. Who's the who's the, who's the MVP of Get Up, Get Out? Come on. Right? Um, who blacks on this fucking he makes this a fucking gospel record. Right. I'm so, anyway, um, I'm not gonna do it. Um then you got goddamn the rookie of the year, the Neo Soul. Erica Badu mm -hmm. on this joint, right? Let's then we don't stop there. Motherfucking Big Rube. Can we talk about Big Rube? I mean, Jesus. Listen, man. Can we talk about what Big Rube did on this? I mean, Home? did y'all hear what he said on this? It was, nah, it was this so is, necessary. This, so, shit, this shit is just. And I and I just I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you talk, bro. I'm, nah, gonna, go, I'm gonna let you finish Taylor Swift. But hold up, like, <laughs> but like. I love I love the way this starts because like it it's a warm up like big boy singing the first part right full on singing right you guys back up whatever you know what I'm saying it's produced well excuse me oh I thought you said I thought he said big boy was on heroin I was like no. I don't want to know that I don't want to know that the group that was singing background was heroin okay. He said, Enjoy Hell. Kyle Peach, rest in peace. He was like, what inspired big boy to sing that <laughs> all, of, all of my heroes did dope. <laughs> Heroin was the group singing in the background while Big Boy was singing. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay, words matter. Um, so that he sounds beautiful on that, right? He's but he's warming it up, right? And then CeeLo comes and I mean just puts on the goddamn 
past the cape. Yeah. Gets on the pulpit. The velvet one. It's, the velvety one. I mean, yeah. but he's got like he's got like like slave whip lashes on his back while he's sitting up. The pain is crazy. Some Negro spiritual shit. Super Negro Super Negro spiritual. Right? And of course, you know, Erica does what she does, right? And then Rube comes in at the end and just gives us fucking game. Like, it's storytelling, but like, the wordplay is just nah, phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal, bro. Like, we didn't, like, the song was already, again, the song was already 11, and then Rube comes on, it goes to a 12, 14, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, man. Like, just, just the, the, just, just the, first of all, going to the studio to create that is one thing, and then putting it out for the world, right? And not having any fear about, what how it's gonna be received just this because is, but this is production they, you they, know, they executive you know you song. made some incredible shit yeah. and it's not it's not to be it's not to be held next to anything else because it's unlike anything else this is this is the mark of a great timeless classic right. this is why right. this is why outcast can announce a tour tomorrow and sell out right shit like this sure. you know what i'm saying like this is just it's a difference. For sure, for it's sure. a difference between yeah. good and great. But also, I mean, I mean, I don't think we can we can't miss the fact that Yo, they're about to clap for me. Why you do that? Clap for me. Uh, clap for Torrey, please. Move, man. Um, no, I mean, but again, these are these are still very young artists. Their first album, they were like teenagers when they made that first album, right? They're still they're in their damn near their mid twenties, right? And so to to decide to like. I know we're known as rappers, but like we're gonna get in the get in the lab and bring all these amazing musicians. I mean, even like Sportyoli, right? The trumpet player deserves a Grammy and like a seventy about a seventy thirty. Nah, that was Horns Unlimited. Horns Unlimited. Horns Unlimited. Yes, they were. Yes, you played on that. You played what? You played drum. Trumpet. Wow. You played trumpet on on Spody? Yeah. DJ Swift, ladies and gentlemen. Damn it! On the trumpet. Wow. Well, I said you deserve a bottle of 738. You already got... Yeah, wow. you almost there. Okay. You got... Wow. One time for Swift. Wow. I'm going to hug you when we get off the stage. I hope it's not nah, uncomfortable. You know what's crazy? Because I already shook his hand, but now I can't I'm, touch I, nothing I, I, else. I, I gave him dapper. I'm going to hug yeah, you, nah. and I hope it's not uncomfortable, sir. <laughs> just, but just put this hand okay. on. Okay. I can't use my right hand for the rest of the... <laughs> for the rest of the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. Wow. He's going to just elbow. going to just dapper. Crazy. Anyway. That's anyway. crazy. Um... I lost my fucking train of thought now. As Shit. you should. He just dropped. He just dropped. <laughs> As you should not. I mean, we but, just talked oh, about. I'm saying, yeah. like, to go to, to be this young and to like and just they're taking over control of their own production, but like not only making their own beats, right? Where you made they made a Quemini, a beat to, to, to Quemini, but then going to studio with these 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 beautiful these great musicians and instruct this, orchestrate this at like before you're 30 years old. It's crazy. Come on, man. So, some of the most incredible records were made in the artist's really younger years or really older years. Right. It's so, it's so, it's so odd to think about that. Um, also, man, just the live production wasn't a thing in hip hop at that point, really. Right. You know, this, we, is before, this is before the unplug. Before, right. We had the, the roots. Yeah, the roots, but they weren't, nobody yeah. knew the roots yet, no, except, right. except you yeah. and I. You right. and me. <laughs> exactly. Except a few people in Philly, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, the, the roots were not. Not only were they not widely known, but they definitely it still took them a long time to even be accepted. Right, so sure. this was a different brand of hip hop. It felt more sophisticated. It felt like I had to sit up in my seat. It felt like my I had mama to, liked this. Yeah, it felt like I had to pull my pants up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like just a, a little just a, yeah, just a, a little grown man sag. But um, again, man, it's just a testament to to just being um being being forward thinking enough to southern right, not but country, also. Just, just knowing that this is something that the world needs, and whether they know it or not, we gonna give it to y'all. 
um, the South got something to say. You could, I mean, they ended the album with that, shit. but this shit is all up and throughout this album yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Right. What uh, what we giving? Wait, wait, we gotta get a rating. Oh, we 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 we, should be clear. we clear on what this song is, right? We, we everybody we clear we, in unison. You know what it is? When we, when we all in it together, I like to hear it. I like to talk about it. Oh, you know what I mean? Cool. Give, me, yeah. give me with the ATL accent. What, what is it? It's a 10. 10. 10. shout it. All right, let's get to it. Lil. I just got some intel, right? Okay. This was supposed to be the intro to the album. Really? Yeah. Where'd you learn that information from? This guy. I should have took that seat. This guy. This really? Guy. Okay. KPX Bound. This was like one of the first arguments that me and the group had. True Blue. Yeah. So I was like, how do you not start with Return of the G where it answers all the questions off top? Facts. Right. For sure. For sure. You made the right choice. So you like my analysis. We made the right okay. choice. It's well, a you, dungeon you, family. You made, the right, you made the right argument. But you know what? <clears throat> And I'm gonna piggybacking off what he said. I'm at, I thought it was actually perfection that this was the last record on the album because this was the album that catapulted them because they're they're rap stars right, right. now. Right. Platinum, platinum and half. This album goes double platinum. They're rap stars. After this album, they're no longer rap stars. They're rock stars after right. this. It's a yeah. it's Grammys. It's Diamond. You know what I'm saying? Dre's doing more, you know, bandanas and shirtless photos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's all rock stars after this. So I thought this was actually a perfect um, final song on this album. So, Miseducation and Lauren Hill, which is a phenomenal episode. We did the live. You should check, check that episode out. out. Check right? it out on Hard to Earn. You should be subscribed to our Those YouTube records, page, these right? records both drop same year. They go on that tour, right? And that's really what changed the game for them. Completely changed the game. Wow. Then it crazy. But I remember that time and you know, Lauren's fans, obviously, they, they, they come in off a 10 million seller Fuji's. Lauren comes with this solo record that's incredible, so they selling out all types of shows. Absolutely. And to have Outkast get in front of that base with what they got, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it took them to a whole other place. And they continue to go crazy. This is, this is where management is, is important. Where you have someone who can, who can argue with you, but also stand on their opinion where they normally were getting $20,000 a night, and Lauren wanted to pay them five a grand a night, but he understood that being in front of this audience was gonna be worth more than that 15 grand. Exactly, exactly. Don't always chase the money. Understand your value. Everything ain't always, ain't always a dollar bill. There's, oh, there's value in other things, man, seriously. Nah, yeah, I wanted to just point that out because I thought that was a very important part of the story, um, yeah. especially just coming off of you saying how they catapulted and, and became really Absolute rock stars. Rock stars and, after the Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a sound, it's, a rock, it's a rap rock song. And, and I love the start and end of this album. Love, so to hear yeah, you say that, yeah. that's one of the things I always loved about yeah. this record. It starts great, it ends great. So. KP, KP has a tendency to make things better. He makes sense sometimes. Y'all know he A and R the all no, right song for, edit, for, for Kendrick I edit Lamar. Well, I edit well. I understand <laughs> my Y'all know A and R all right for Kendrick Lamar. That's a pretty cool, cool song, right? Yeah. Pretty good song, right? Right, right. Oh what? You just flashing your ring in front of everybody. I'm just saying, like. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dope joint. I don't, I don't, I don't even have notes on it. I just checked my phone. That's just that good. Yeah, just. I mean, I loved it. I, I thought, I thought it was a great way to end the album. Um, I. 
the Outkast is is bigger than rap to me. For sure. 100. So the rock influence is not surprising or jarring. It right. doesn't like it doesn't take me out of my zone so because yeah. they take it, they've already roller coasted me through this whole shit. It puts me in a zone. Right? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so for me I just thought like sonically, I was like, wow, this is a great way to yeah. to close out this right. body of work. And then using the skit too about them this, not getting right. the fight. And using the yeah. you know, closing out on the yeah. on the on the source of which, which, shit. Which which Big Boy referenced in Rosa Parks about one his other half of my Right, other half of my now, yeah. You know, so just yeah. All of it, man. I thought it was a, a perfect bow, a perfect ribbon to put on this gift that they gave us to close out. I still love how like Big Boy got up on the podium for to accept the Grammy and he was like super cool and then Dre was like, yeah, fuck all that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's these Honestly, like this was something that, um, this was an album that showed me um, the, the heights, the, the, the breadth and the width um, of, the heights, breadth and width of this, this culture, this music. Um, Dre and, uh, and, and Big Boy, again, I'll say it for the last time, their courageousness, um, not just creating Southern music, not just creating Atlanta music, like this, it was beyond. It wasn't even just rap. They transcended, nah, it's, they it's, transcended every, every, art. every boundary that you thought they would have. They hey. transcended it from appearance to flows to the videos of art. Music. Exa oh, the cover everything. art is art. Cover art is art, absolutely. The compositions are art. Absolutely. Shout out DL Warfield. Yeah, man, this go. shit is Absolutely. all of it. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. I mean, New Face showed us actually. He had to see. I got the CD at home as well, right. but like he showed us the cover of it when, when, when he was here earlier. Um, young pitches as well. Um, I wanted of to say, YouTube, by the way. He got PA. He got PA. He got, he got PA. Uh, I wanted to say that not to be the angry old guy, but oh, it's albums like this. Don't, don't fuck up the after party tour. <laughs> it's albums like this that make me side eye a lot of the new shit. Cause do you even care? Like, how you put some shit out? How you listen to this and then put some shit out and think it's comparable? Like, no, I, and I'm agree with you, but I'm also gonna give the artists of today a little grace because, bro, everybody gets grace. Right? It's not. It's not. Uh, so we were talking about a historic album and a classic album. This is a classic night, a historic night. Clap for yourselves for coming out to this motherfucker and celebrating greatness with us. I love all y'all. No doubt. With the way I got, I got, we gotta do this Acapulco. Uh, shout out to Remy Martin, of course. You know, you see the sweat dripping, a little piece of sweat right there. Um, Coaching Misfits, thank you, thank you. Shout out to Stankonia, Harold Chicken, and Ice Bear. Uh, shout out to Small Cakes, Alpharetta, Reserve 116, Sanctuary Studios, LED ATL, and thank Bonsu for being my partner, being on this journey with me. Thank me, nigga. I'm, I'm gonna hug you too after we go up the stage. Hope it's not Don't uncomfortable. Don't touch me. Hope it's not uncomfortable. Don't touch me. Is your ice gonna freeze me? Don't touch me. Between your chain and KP's ring, we have security for the night? Shit. All right, man, we gonna close out. Meet us over at the after party. We at Rebel, it's hard to earn. Thank y'all ass for showing we still up. Got, we still got an hour here, have fun. If you want respect, you gotta earn it. You damn right. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.